0: I like my shit to jam. Yeah, we're going to get into it. We know y'all been hearing about this Cat Williams shit. It's a lot to unpack here. George and I, we did our detective work, did some deep digging, some deep diving, We got some juicy things to cover.
1: Cat Williams came out swinging in 2024, uh, and uh, my man said a whole lot of shit in two and a half hours, and he sprinkled what I think was some real shit, but also... Some shit that's like okay, cat. If we go if you won't start the year 2024 of the year of calling motherfuckers out on some bullshit, we're gonna have to call you out of some of your bullshit too. Facts. Because you was out here saying some crazy shit that has to be questioned. Facts. Now some of this shit might actually be valid because you got motherfuckers responding and motherfuckers don't respond unless they got to. <laughs> <laughs> so we about to get into it.
0: And finish the whole interview. I was just like, "Do I want to listen to three hours of Cat Williams?" Yeah. Um, But I think the most interesting thing that I've I heard out of that whole the whole whatever you want to call it is that my man reads three thousand books a year.
1: All right, so we're gonna start right there, calling him <laughs> out on his shit. Not not everything else, but the three thousand books is crazy. My That's man my said first, he brought yeah. he read all of the encyclopedia. <laughs> Did he really age, say that? Yeah, at the age of seven um oh, because you know he, he knew that knowledge was power so he wanted to be powerful in that way and so he can he, a
0: seven-year-old even comprehend like are right, you read it but do you even understand you ever seen reading?
1: that uh it was like a video of some dude in like africa that was like the fastest reader in the world <laughs> That's what that man was Yo, doing. <laughs> that was on um
0: So you think America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That shit was hilarious. That's what cat was doing, I'm
1: sure. Fat. Let me just read this one. All right, got another one lined up for tomorrow. Cause there ain't no way a seven-year-old out here reading three thousand books in a year. Let's do the math actually on that. Three thousand books a year. I'm gonna it's let's 365 days. You said it takes a average reader. How many you said it has like two hundred, yeah, five hundred like, pages yeah, a day.
0: Let's let's say it's three hundred pages per book since he's reading nonfiction.
1: Nonfiction only because you can't you know ruin the brain. He's got to be reading
0: fucking. There's no way, bro. What's the number? It's, it's nine thousand pages worth of fucking f- worth of reading in a year for a seven and year a,
1: old in a year. He ain't do it. I'm it's gonna say no, it right here, it's right it's now. There's no way, bro. There's no way he did that it, shit. There's no way. Now, he did say some other shit that I was like, maybe. What? You know, when he was talking like, um, I mean, first, before we get into everything, I'm gonna just say that Cat Williams is a conspiracy theories wet dream. Thanks. Like, this man was out here spitting some shit that people who are deep into this conspiracy shit were like, finally. <laughs> but Cat always been on that vibe.
0: But I feel like that was the whole interview. And and you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick to the point because I don't want to trail off. I know you said uh, he's a conspiracy theorist, bro. I don't know when it happened, but black people have become huge supporters of conspiracy theory. I think like, they just love drama, fungus. bro.
1: <laughs> black people just love drama. Is that why we got love and hip hop and all that <laughs> other bullshit? <laughs> like, bro, and there's 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 a reason why this interview blew up the way that it did. 'Cause He's my man is hyping up some drama and motherfuckers are treating this like it's a rap battle and waiting for motherfuckers to respond. That's a fact. It was like, "Yo, Kev, you got 2 24 hours or he flamed <laughs> ass."
0: Like, "Yo, speaking of rap battles, did you see Ludacris' freestyle response?" No.
1: What, what? No, he yeah. did I didn't even know he did that. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what I mean, bro. Yeah. It's like when motherfuckers respond to some shit like this, it's like I got to kind of think that what he said hurt, you know, it's that it, tugged on some Because streets. why else would you do it?
0: Right. Like, what sense does it make? If, uh-huh. if Cat Williams is just some rando, are you really about to waste your time to go out and, and talk about yep. him? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. doesn't you're, make sense. Leave feeding, it alone. You're feeding into his bullshit, if anything. Like, you're going to go outside and, and dance battle a crackhead on the street?
1: <laughs> like, fuck no. You're going to drive <laughs> off. I'm not entertaining but you. But no, no, Cat Williams is not a crackhead. He's never done drugs. Another thing that he said on that John, his body's a temple. Drinking con- cognac, talking about something. He dr- he smoked more than Snoop Dogg. Bro, you never done drugs. You I'm never. like, do weed smokers not view weed as as drugs? Is that what it is? I, I guess not, because Cat Williams is pure,
0: like a goddamn virgin baby. <laughs> so this is ludicrous as a response to Cat Williams on IJ. What? Uh,
1: always on my mind like Snoop's cannabis shredder. I'm always on my grind. They throw shade because niggas could never take my shine. I bring not... my watch collection on my jet. Let me take my time like fine wine. I'm aging like Benjamin top five. I'm worth mentioning. Bring me rappers. I'm lynching them. See the pendulum swing. Jesus with diamond thorns. ludicrous. twaddled in Gucci linens when I was born. Never been Illuminati. Only a and I only left with bitches when coming from any party. Now I'm married with kids, the evolution of life. Never been a cloud chaser, never say shit for likes. R.I.P. John Singleton, you never have to flex when you earn every one of your Fast and Furious checks. Afro with the sideburns, yeah, that's my signature. Addictions on the rise, comedians check your temperature. Isn't that if you're checking your pulse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? on. I'm eager to see the comments. Oh, are you? Because comments, because there was a clip of uh, Kev. What? Um, um, uh, what game was he watching? The Sixers game on some sports network. Him and his homies, and they was making jokes about uh, Cat, okay. right? Like, oh, Cat, smartest seven-year-old in the world, got got <laughs> accepted to, uh, to Yale at the age of seven. They kept that a secret, I guess. Cause, you know, they're just like throwing shade. <laughs> right Right. and uh people in the comments was like this was whack because cat flamed y'all this this and that and it was like heavy anti-kev very much pro-cat and i'm like y'all fucked with kev i thought a couple weeks ago and now y'all hate him like motherfuckers be so that's why they they love the drama bro and it's recency bias which is definitely plays a role um and then you know did you see the comment section? So you you put in the notes Kev's response, yeah. which was hilarious because all he really did was tag his movie that's coming out on mm-hmm. Netflix. Exactly. Um, and then you go to the comments and it's people talking about some, you the only black person in this movie. Cat was right. Protect Cat all, at all costs. And I'm like, he is the only black person in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't really.
0: What really? happened to Jumanji, Ride Along, all that shit? He had black actors in those Right,
1: movies. but those don't count.
0: Okay. Whatever. Uh, D- these just, it's just more the same shit. This nigga, Cat, done disturbed this man, peace. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you did a whole rap and ain't deny a damn thing that man said. But I mean, he did said, though,
1: right? He said, I'm not yeah, never al- in
0: the Illuminatium. Comprehension is hard, but all right. But Kat said the main job of someone who is an Illuminati is to pretend it didn't happen.
1: I mean, that's the thing. Here's the thing about oh, conspiracy man. theorists, right? They're fucking ninjas with their words. They're going to say it in a way that makes sense. Because yeah. if you question it, it's because you're doubtful or you're part of the conspiracy. That's the beauty of a conspiracy theorist, a it's,
0: good one. It's a mind fuck. Because they, if I say, oh, George, if you talk, you're gay. But if you want to defend yourself... You have to speak on it, right? It's almost or like my a silence is, is <laughs> it's like a oh,
1: mission of guilt. <laughs> now you're not gonna say nothing. Oh, okay, so I guess he was right. Yeah, like it's like
0: you can't win no matter what you do. So, mm-hmm. fuck it.
1: Yeah. Another thing that he said in this uh, podcast or that interview that I'm like I really can't get behind is like, and now everybody's getting behind it because Cat said it in 2024, um, and Cat. He may say jokes, but he ain't never said a lie. That Kev is an industry plant. I'm like, you know, you said some shit on this, John. You know, especially uh, talking about uh, uh, money, Mike, and that whole experience on on next Friday, yeah. And like how you would accept some roles and uh, deny other ones because it was like too homosexual. Right. Which I do think, I believe him on that part. Uh, well, like we'll get into that a little more. But then he starts. Call, like calling out Kev as an industry plant. Right. Like, oh, that like he was, how how is he doing all of this? You know, he's saying that he grew up his, or grew his experience and his time in on the East Coast. And then out of nowhere, he's blowing up on the West Coast and he's in all these movies and they're calling him a plant. And now everybody's calling him a plant. I'm like, you're not about to really call Kev a plant. when well, we've been seeing this man grind his shit since the early 2000s. Like my man came up with Patrice O'Neal, Bill Burr. Like they were put, they were working for years. Now you can call him a sellout right. if you want to call him a sellout because right. yeah, he' about to do any role for the check, right? And that is a pro, you know you can you can say what you want about him his beliefs, where his standards are sure, but an industry plant is not really where I'm gonna let that shit slide because he put the work in to get to where he at.
0: Two things: Charlamagne and Andrew Schultz, actually they have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, things called Brilliant Idiots. Char- Charlamagne actually was like, OK, oh, I can't get I can't fuck with you on this point because I watched Kev work. I watched him go to like comedy clubs nonstop and just bust his ass until he got to where he is. And then also um, <clears throat> it's kind of crazy how people think like, especially in the black community, when a, when a black person's successful, he had some sort of like magical help. Like you, you can't just grind to get where the fuck you are.
1: Yeah, you're an industry plant. You sold your soul to the devil. It's like you never made it by yourself, right? Like, you know what I mean. And, and and if anybody anybody who knows
0: me personally knows how fucking hard I work and how much shit I do in just the course of a day. So, like God willing, a year from now, I'm I'm making two million dollars somehow. Well, maybe one of my businesses just finally hit. Right? Oh, Larry must have sold his soul. Yeah. When I was just shoveling snow and shit. Like, right. But nobody saw that years. shit,
1: right? Yeah. So like the shit that they didn't see doesn't matter because what I'm seeing now is the point that I got to get. That's, the, that's all I need. That's crazy. All I need is the fucking last five minutes of your story. I don't need to know how you got there. Violet. And then I'm going to write the rest. Right. Valid. Uh. And so when people are like, yo, Kev, is an industry plant now, which no one was saying ever.
0: I never even heard that theory.
1: Until Kat said it and- for whatever reason motherfuckers are holding this fucking interview on a pedestal and it's like everything that was said here is facts like i'm seeing people in the comment section like not like what is it cat did not say a single lie in this interview i'm like first of all he said hella lies you have to try to decipher it because my man i feel like he was sprinkling some real shit but definitely sprinkling some bullshit And you have to kind of go into it like, all right, what kind of what could be true? What can't be true? None of us was there for anything that he was saying. So you're going to have to take his word on it. So we can't all be like, yeah, he's 100 percent. It's the responses for me. That's really like, all right, this might. If, if, if Steve Harvey come out and start saying some shit, Cedric come out, and start saying some shit. You know what I mean? Right. I'm actually eager to see if they do say anything because he came hard at them. Like, I, I I don't think they will,
0: but do you know that that interview got 35 million views in five days, bro? Why do you think that is like to your point? It's just drama. Like, and, and, and Cat Williams is smart because he does have a tour happening now. Um, so the more people are listening and feeding into this, they're going to go out and buy tickets thinking that he's going to expose even more of, you know, what's happened or what's happening behind the scenes on this tour. But to, to the point earlier, I don't think Steve Harvey, of all people, I don't think he's going to waste his time with it because whether it's true or not doesn't matter. He has nothing to gain or anything to lose for that matter. He's not doing stand up, So, you know, like what what good would it do for him to go out and start bashing cat williams steve harvey's probably the richest person of everybody
1: aside from kevin hart that cat williams named mm-hmm. like
0: he he's good what the fuck does he mm-hmm. care
1: do you do you believe them shitting on bernie and trying to bring him in as like the the king's of comedy vibe after bernie was gone i do
0: believe it but i also think cat williams blew it out of proportion a little bit mm-hmm. i think um like Comedy, whether people want to admit it or not, is a business, right? Most businesses are like sports. It's competitive. Like, if this person is eating, chances are they're taking food off your plate, whether you want to admit it or not. Like, in real estate, they say, oh, you know, we're all one office. We're all, you know, one team. But if I go for a listing appointment and somebody from my office is going for that same listing appointment, it's me versus them. We're not splitting that fucking money. They're taking it. So... You know, if Kevin Hart and Cat Williams do a show in the same day, same night, same time, two different venues, guess who the fuck ain't going to Cat, Cat Williams show? People going to Kevin Hart show and vice versa. So, like, yeah, I think I think they were shitting on Bernie behind the scenes, maybe even to his face. Who knows? But at the end of the day, like these mo- these are fucking human beings. They're probably jealous because they're not as funny as him. Or maybe they feel like, oh, he's getting opportunities that I should be getting. Whatever
1: the case may be Like yeah Like
0: They're human beings it's, it's gonna happen
1: Yeah And him talking about Something that I think he said That Steve Harvey Made a phone call To try to replace Bernie in the Oceans 11 shit. Yeah 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 Oceans 11 right? yeah. yeah And I, you know Shit like that That's like It's so specific mm-hmm. That I'm like it has to. be It something. sounds true. It has bro. to be. Like, some I can't truth sit to here it. and be like that. He yeah. made that up on the fly because it's too specific. Word. The Word. same thing with the 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 money Mike situation. Word. I believe everything that he said about that situation. About <clears throat> that was his like essentially his role that he, he ad libbed everything that yeah. he had yeah, the, the way he moves the way he talks the way he dresses. Right. Um. I believe him a hundred percent. Um. Uh, was there a scene originally in next Friday that? Is not in there now because he told them to take it out. I don't know,
0: but I mean, like his track record can kind of back him up, right? He's right. never done the dress thing exactly. The bathroom scene was kind of crazy, so if there was a rape scene in it, I don't see how. Wow, well, we said this word twice. Um, If, if <laughs> you know, if it's if it was a if it was a possibility that it was going to happen, like it it kind of was laid out in the film already. Like it could have just went sideways. And they could have had him yelling in the bathroom, you know, outside. It didn't have to be, like, full, gory situation.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that's I believe everything that he said about that, John. Um, And then, like, to come back to, like, I think uh, Kev had made uh, a statement. Now, this is, I believe, prior, a while ago. Uh, I think he was on Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Um, where he was like, I, I guess this is not the first time that Kat has made the uh, accusation that every role that Kev had mm-hmm. went to Kat first and he denied them and he refused them because they had some homosexual uh, parts in it. They wanted to put him in a dress. They wanted him to do this or that. And he was like, why are you guys always trying to put a black man in that situation? I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it. And then they was like, well, we'll find somebody who will and Kev will. Mm-hmm. Um, And... So, like, Kev was, like, talking about, no, like, no one went to you. You never denied anything. Right. Uh, apparently, he was saying these companies, these production companies, weren't going to you in the first place because you were a liability. Um, Kev was saying because he was on drugs, which Kev is saying he's never done in his life. Um <laughs> crazy (laughs) debatable (laughs) Debatable. uh so like there's so much intertwined shit that we're like what might be real versus not because you know did all those parts go to cat first and he denied it because there was some homosexual shit in it maybe i do like you said to your point believe that he will 100 percent deny a role that has some homosexual shit in it yeah Uh,
0: so i want to i want to ask you real quick um how much how like there's a lot of bullshit in cats and in cats interview. I do want to unpack that a little bit, but I I want to ask you like do you think there are are gay writers and directors in Hollywood? Yeah, 100%, right? Yeah, what? So, like is it so far fetched does it have to be a conspiracy that some characters would you know, in a sense be gay or portray like gay tendencies?
1: I think the the argument that people are making that it's constantly uh, black men being put in these roles Right like he brought up Big Mama's house uh, Martin told him That he wanted to put him in the movie And Kat is saying that he read the script And was like motherfucker why you want to be in a dress And so he decided to not be in it um, And then You have I, guess, I think they might have talked About or he might have referenced Like uh, Kevin, Scary movie 3 I believe Where they were doing the Brookback Mountain mm. um, You know Yeah yeah uh, Shit uh, and then I forget there's, you know, then he, Tyler Perry, who only plays a woman. Right.
0: Uh, well, no, he plays, he plays uh,
1: every now and again, yeah. but is known it's for Madea, Yeah. Right. Um, so like he was just talking like, why are black men constantly in the position to be in a dress and play a role in that way? But I'm like, guy, white men do it all the time. Robin Williams, Mrs. Is, Doubtfire, Mrs. Doubtfire is one of his most fucking, well-known movies and yep. it's him playing a woman in a dress
0: and it was one of his best movies
1: <laughs> sorry right? to say and it, then like- if you want to continue down the road you have brokeback mountain which had jake gyllenhaal and um fuck what's the other dude's name the guy that played joker joaquin phoenix no no, no.
0: Oh, you're talking about um, uh, the,
1: the best joker the better joker uh, yeah 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 <laughs> um fuck he was
0: also in a nice tale, yeah. Uh, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger, yeah.
1: Where they were playing, you know, both playing gay characters, yeah. and it's like, well, there are very clearly not just black guys that are in this role and right. offered this role, uh, so that argument has to stop. I think, like, right. it's just like it's not. And then you have people like Denzel, who's never done anything like that. Phenomenal never, career, right. So it's not like you're going to tell me that black men in acting can't get to a good place if they don't eventually, or one day in the past, play a role where they're in a dress or play a gay character.
0: I think, like, and then oh god, like the white people are going to love this in the comments. Like, there's a little bit of like victim mentality in that because y'all are choosing these fucking roles. Like, they're not forcing you to to wear these dresses. If there are actors who are taking these taking these roles saying yo like I'll do the role I'll kill it but I'm not putting on a dress and they're still getting the movie yeah like that's happened it's on record that that's happened so why is it that all these other people are saying oh it's it's part of Hollywood's grand scheme like and again I I think there's some truth to it I do think just based on history like there are some people who just want to emasculate black men fine but I don't think that it's Every fucking case. like Y'all have to take some ownership of that. Martin, um, Eddie Murphy, like all these people who, who dressed up as women, Jamie Foxx, all great actors. They could have had great careers outside of putting on that fucking dress. So I don't think that people have to constantly just give up their own power if you think that somebody's constantly putting you in a position then that means that you have no control over the situation and and to live your life like that is foolish like you'll you'll never be able to be successful because it's always somebody else's fucking fault that you're in the situation you're in uh
1: what was the other john that was kind of crazy him calling fucking chris tucker uh epstein tucker oh i didn't hear that Uh Chris Tucker? Really? Yeah, because they were talking about, oh, like, why wasn't Chris in the next, like, in the, you know, on Friday? Like, yeah. if they're ever going to bring him back into Friday. And he was like, you know, the Chris we got now is an Epstein Island Chris, this, this, and that. And I'm wow. like, kind of I like... i to go back and yeah. finish the fucking interview. Uh, I was like, oof. Like... That's a crazy That's allegation to, thing to just throw out. Wow. <clears throat> but then again, like just with a lot of the other shit it's like, I have no idea. Yeah. He might know some shit that right. nobody else knows. Right. You know well, what I
0: mean? Well, Epstein's list is getting released. It this is week,
1: so. very much. <laughs> I mean, and the most interesting one that it has, I've known has been on there for a while, but I don't know how this works. Is Stephen Hawking? <laughs> Oh yeah. yeah I don't know how that man Was doing some nasty uh, shit On the chair know, bro. bro
0: You already know Do it It's yeah. like <laughs> Let me Lick it <laughs> He just lay there He could, yeah, <laughs> They can do even But
1: Fucking crazy
0: uh, I guess Like is Is Tucker his real last name Or is that like a moniker For like,
1: I actually have no idea I've only like, ever known
0: It's like You know Cops coming Oh Tucker away. Tucker
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Bro, let's let's play let's play Factor Cat real quick. Oof, okay, Factor Cat. Cat Williams runs a four,
1: <laughs> and Shay tried to call him out on there. Like, so he was like, "Cat, bro. Cat.
0: Did you see him run? No. Let me show you this shit. <laughs> oh my god, this man! Uh, I gotta get YouTube Premium. Jesus, this I ring. can't keep doing this to Tomorrow's the viewers, crew. man. This is, yeah. All right, I don't know who's uh po- clip this is, but it doesn't really matter. It's really Cat Williams, all right? Like he went out of his way to, um, like, try and prove a point. But it was like, bro, you, you old as shit. You only hurt in your case. <laughs> and look, it's not, mind you, this is not even 40 now. yards. On, this is a basketball court. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. max 30, 31 yards, bro. <laughs>
1: Hey, that, that man was saying some crazy
0: shit on there, bro. So that's, that's Super Cat. Cat reads 3,000 3, books a year. We already know that's Super Cat. And then he said Cedric the Entertainer doesn't have any Netflix specials on Netflix. Or
1: 2B. Yeah, he said, said that shit three times.
0: This is literally a Cedric the Entertainer Netflix
1: special. Oh, I didn't even bother to check. That's what, <laughs> see, see, I was definitely taking his, taking word, his word on word, that shit. Right? I didn't even do no bruh, fucking recall on that shit. Bro, he
0: fucking lied so much in this fucking interview.
1: He, my man said it three times. He was like, not on Netflix or Tubi. Yeah, Let or me Tubi. say it again yeah. for the audience. Uh, <laughs> Netflix yeah. or Tubi. And you know, it's sad
0: because it's kind of like we're watching our idols fall from Greece in a sense. Like where it's just these grown ass men that people have looked up to for so long, having like some high school beef, <laughs> girl, hi, high school girl
1: beef at that.
0: Yeah, get the fuck over it. Kat.
1: Where where do we go from here? Like, what what has this set the tone for for twenty twenty four? Are we going to see him on Joe Rogan next? Because he called out Joe Rogan and Joe Rogan don't want me on there. He got seven comedians that he keeps bringing back.
0: Yeah, he does. Shane Gillis, uh, uh, his whole squad. Yeah.
1: Basically. Um, And then Joe went on Twitter and was like, we'll have you on any day. Like, if you want to come on, you can come on. Ain't nobody saying that you can't come on. <laughs> right. And then. Naturally, just by the theme of this week, motherfuckers was like, oh, now you want to invite him, Joe, because he got all this publicity. Oh, why didn't God. you invite him before? I'm like now every there's no doing any right now. Cat <laughs> is in the right cat. Cat is uh, he holds I, all the cards. <laughs>
0: I, I, I am kind of curious, though, why Joe Rogan would would now have cat on his show, because People have been asking Joe Rogan for years to bring Donald Trump on. And Mm -hmm. he's just like, no, I'm not going to do it. But like if you haven't had Cat Williams on all this time, now it's like, oh, I'll have you on. It seems like a little hypocritical. Yeah, I mean,
1: considering how many episodes Joe Rogan has had, how many people he's had on, right? Like Cat Williams being on the list seems like it would make sense. But also Cat has this pattern of coming into the light. Saying some crazy shit yeah. and then disappearing for a couple years <laughs> until he comes back and does it again. Do you remember when he got choked out by, by the seven year old? <laughs> <laughs> <The> seven year old? <laughs> what was it? Seven, like seventh 17? grade. Yeah. Seventh grade. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I was confusing in reading books. <laughs> uh, but the seventh yeah. grader or some yeah. shit he was fighting. After he just got finished telling And even then, physical specimen. People were showing, like, I saw one person on TikTok. Or Twitter that was like, this the man that we're all supporting all of a sudden. And they played the clip of him socking the seventh grader and then also getting, getting choked asshole. out. And people in the comments was like, Well, kids need to be taught respect. I'm I'm with Kat on this one. I'm like, y'all was y'all cool now? Wow. Because he did this interview and he said some shit that supports your little conspiracy theory. Now we cool with Cat punching kids because...
0: You're not punching my 13, 14 year old son and you're a grown ass man. I don't care. was like,
1: well, they're the same height so it's (laughs) fair game.
0: (laughs) Clearly, Cat had met his match in that situation (laughs) because he was on the ground. I don't know why he didn't just take off. Clearly, no one would have been able to catch him. Yeah, he's fucking faster than Usain Bolt (laughs) and fucking every NFL player and every NFL combine bro. i I don't get it and i guess the weirdest thing to me honestly is that like you said this is how we're starting 2024 Mm -hmm. like y'all didn't want to start out learning how to make money or how to you know be more attractive to women. This, this the shit that we gotta talk about. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this the shit that we gotta talk about, bro. This I think is this perfect. Is this perfect. is I what think, our I think this is perfect here. I think it's the best. <laughs> tone because what are we going towards in 2024 it's all
0: gas no brakes from here on out bro.
1: and we got an election year com- or we gotta we gotta make <laughs> a decision too right so now we got first we gotta figure out which comedian are we gonna support we might hit like two thousand subs with all this shit that they gonna give us this year bro bro this is gonna be a crazy year cat setting the tone he coming out swinging you know like Literally. Is is Donald Trump going to be like, I was there with Kat when it happened? And then just be like, because he said what? Harvey Weinstein tried to offer suck to his suck his dick, dick in yeah. front of all these people or some yeah. shit. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm not going to be surprised if Donald was like, I was in the room. Cat <sighs> was right.
0: Well, Donald does have a tendency to hang around sexual perverts. So. Like who? Like Jeffrey Epstein.
1: Whoa. Crazy allegation, man. Well, you know that he's... um. The biggest supporter of taking down Epstein.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sure he is, but that doesn't mean he wasn't hanging <laughs> yeah. out with this motherfucker. I'm not saying Trump was on Epstein's island acting crazy, but you know he was hanging with this motherfucker. Yeah. So, you know, what they say, birds with feather fuck together?
1: What? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what the fuck? <laughs> uh, but yo, somebody sent me this. Actually, John sent me this. Funny enough, who's John? Oh, from the last episode. Oh, you forgot him that fast? Yeah, uh, he's gonna yeah. roast you the fuck up <laughs> in the comments. Um, but yo, apparently, Cat Williams doing all his calling people out shit, and he's out here stealing jokes. Did you see this on oh, World Star? This was a uh, Corey Holcomb. Wait,
1: World Star still a thing? I know. Right? I'm gonna be surprised. I'm I, gonna be honest. I didn't know that. I,
0: I thought they would have like converted to OnlyFans by now. But this is apparently Corey Corey Holcomb saying Cat Williams Baby stole
1: jokes. Was in his element, the underground. He was one of the best ever and J.B. i'm smooth. telling you i dare somebody to say this ain't
0: true because i could get a thousand comics to bag me up on okay, cat first special okay Well, i root for cat i root for cat but that joke where he do like man if you listen to this song you could do anything off this song that's jb smooth joke homie
1: I can get a thousand comics to bag me up. Is I can get comics to bag me Well, this is just an accusation. Is there actual footage, yeah, right? Yes, there is. Actually, the everyday I'm um, hustling <coughs> joke is that the one he was referring to? Yes. I want to make sure people
0: understand. And JB Smooth is right here. So he comes out to the music.
1: 1996. All right.
0: So he's dancing and shit, coming out to the stage. Yeah. And basically the whole set he'll go into is like, oh, <laughs> I can do shit. whatever. Doctors oh, can do this. Shit. People can do that.
1: <laughs> that's the shit. <laughs> Y'all know that's a shit.
0: That shit was made for walking. <laughs> Any nigga can walk to that shit. A man to walk to that shit. Kick that bitch again!
1: Yeah, it's the same joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred
0: percent. And his ass
1: would get canceled. Now, I think Kat pr- delivered it better.
0: Yeah, of course. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's usually what happens, right? Is when you take a joke that you like and you tweak it and you perfect it and make it more yours and kind of put it on a bigger scale, that's now your joke
0: word what do you think is is actually cat williams issue with these people like do you think it's because they're all getting opportunities or have had opportunities that he hasn't had like just put yourself in his in his in his shoes if you're looking to stir up all of this shit is it just for you to sell tour tickets or is there something else happening you think
1: i think it's something else happening um is it a marketing ploy? I mean, very. it has to be. Right. There's no way. You're coming out with this many views, this much popularity. When was the last time Kat was this much in the talking piece? Like the topic of conversation is Kat Williams? Like yes. when? So it has to be very much a like a marketing ploy. Right. Um, is it coming from a place of resentment, jealousy? You know what I mean? I, it kind of has to, I think. I mean, even though he said on the show that it's not. Right. Truth don't need no motivation or whatever he said. It's just coming out. Uh, And he's saying that he refused a lot of these opportunities because, you know, higher power, you know, that it wasn't for him. He just saw the wrong in it, whatever he wanted to say. Uh, (laughs) But you're not going to be upset at the people that. Did choose to play the role that you refuse because your morals and standards are high. Facts. If you're going to be upset at them, you should have taken it. Facts. Like you can't be mad at them for doing what you refuse to do. Facts. So that's when I'm like, it kind of does feel like it's coming from a place of resentment and jealousy. Right. Like you're going to tell me that you refused five scripts that were then given to Kev and then be upset at Kev for taking them? You refuse them. These are your words. Now, did it happen? I don't know. But you're telling me you refuse those scripts. Now you want to call Kevin industry plant because he took those strip, uh, uh those uh, scripts.
0: The same ones that you had access to. So are you a plant?
1: Like, are you just is it regret? Is this what's going on here? Like, are you upset that you didn't take those roles and now you want to shit on those roles? Be like, well, you know, it's a shame that Kev took those roles because it put a black man in a dress and it made a black man play the role of a homosexual. Like he should be ashamed of himself. Like, sure, you can say that, but don't be that upset. Don't be don't don't call him out because you didn't take it.
0: Bruh, my thing is, there's no rationale behind it. Like, what do you think you accomplished today? The way the Internet works, everybody's hot on something for about 30 days. And then it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Next time Ke- um, next time Kevin Hart comes to Philly and does a show, people are still going to turn the fuck out. This is his city. Exactly. My man really is care. still
1: selling out stadiums. You know what I mean? He's still going to be getting these Netflix specials. He got this one coming out. If you tell me that when this movie drops, hmm. it has the lowest performance on any Netflix movie that has come before it then I'll tell you Cat had an influence and that people are legitimately refusing to support Kevin.
0: I don't think it's going to make but
1: a difference. it's not. That yeah. movie's going to come out. It's going to perform just like all his other mediocre. Kevin Hart movies are. Uh, yeah, mediocre. None of them actually do great. Right. They, they they just do numbers, casual numbers, compared to all the other shit that comes out on Netflix. Right. Uh, you know, not even the movies that come out on in the, in the theaters with Kevin Hart does that great. Ride Along did pretty good. You know what I mean? Jumanji, but that's because of so much other shit.
0: And I really liked Jumanji, but it was more of a, like a nostalgic thing Very much.
1: Me. Yeah. And you still also had The Rock and you had Jack Black in there. Like the cast also was, was awesome. So uh, it, I think you did not hurt anybody's pockets. People are now jumping on the bandwagon of let's hate who Cat hates. Um, And it's kind of crazy to see.
0: And it's even funnier because... <laughs> The way shit works now is attention-based, right? So if I'm shitting on you and you're putting out a response, people are going to go and see what your response is. So it's not like um, I'm co- completely cutting you off from attention or <coughs> an opportunity to make money. You could very easily, you know, have been insulted by Cat Williams and then tomorrow, oh, I'm going to drop, a, a, you know, a, a stand-up special just talking about this issue right here. And the same people who listen to Cat Williams will come to see you just to hear what you got to say about the situation. Mm-hmm. He hasn't changed anything. Like these people are established. It's not like you're snuffing out up and coming comics or artists. Kevin Hart is doing 100 films a fucking year regardless. Steve Harvey is not going to get kicked off of Family Feud or whatever game shows he's on. Because you had something to say about him. These people don't give a fuck.
1: Yeah, I think the only not only, but one of the comedians that are still kind of out doing their thing and they're not blowing up is what is his name, Gary Ullman, Gary the white Ullman. dude. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, that's the dude that you still fuck with. And like it's kind of like, oh, but everybody else that's blown up, that's super successful, you wanna talk shit on them, you wanna hate on them, and that's when it's like kind of odd that those are specifically the people. And then you're going to say like, oh yeah, because they joined the Illuminati or because they, they sold their soul or because they don't have standards and they did whatever they wanted to do in order to get to where they're successful. You know, they stole stories, they stole jokes. Um, it's like,
0: if I was on cat's PR team, I'm like, bro, the biggest, the bigger issue here is you're just not that marketable. You're five, 55 You have a perm in your head or it's just straightened somehow I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like your whole your your biggest thing with jokes is like your ability to talk and act like a pimp. Like, who are we giving this to? Just the black community. Latinos don't want to hear that shit. It might be funny for a second, but like, what the who the fuck cares? My people is like, oh. Cat Williams is just, you know, he's funny. Like you're not versatile enough to where somebody can take you and put you in a movie like The Ride Along, or um, fuck, what was the guy's name who played um, who played Walter White in Breaking Bad, the dad from Brian Cranston? Could you see Cat Williams in that movie with Brian Cranston, who's known to be a top tier actor? You can't see it. Like, so, so cat, like you're, you're, you're taking shots at people. You're not even in the same lane as them. I I hate to sound like that person, but somebody got to pull you to the side. I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You, you and Steve Harvey don't even belong in the same conversation. Let that man do his motivational speeches and talk about God and how he may or may not have been homeless. Tell your fucking story, tell your jokes and, and be happy, bro. There's nothing wrong with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, these people that are, you know, Cedric, Kev, uh, uh, Steve Harvey, um, they don't, I've never seen them do what he did. Which is what? Go have a two and a half hour interview and talk shit on a bunch of people Mm. because they're, they don't need to do it.
0: Cedric did a interview with Shannon Sharp, also I think, but I didn't watch that. Obviously, yeah, I, I forgot Cedric's entertain was alive. Sorry, I'm sorry to that. Yeah, say,
1: uh, and to be like to Cat's point, I never really found him funny. I didn't either. Like not even his movies. Yeah. So I never like it was like oh Cedric's here I'm gonna fucking watch and it. He
0: always seemed like like trying hard as shit mm-hmm, to be funny. Mm-hmm. It's just not natural.
1: Yeah. So I guess that's probably why he. He hate even more. His cat is <laughs> definitely a, funnier than Cedric, right? But Cedric's bigger. He's a bigger name. So, yeah. like, how does that happen? I don't know. Write the coattails of Steve Harvey. Uh, maybe. I mean, that
0: shit happens all the time, right? Yeah. You connect yourself with people who are fucking super successful. You become super successful.
1: Yeah, and I mean, so in the same clip that we uh talked about with Kevin Hart talking into in the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. like he made, he was talking about uh what's her name. She ready the black chick, Wanda Sykes. No, um, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. Uh, where I guess, Cat <clears throat> also came at Tiffany Haddish talking about he something that she's not funny.
0: Yeah, he did.
1: Uh, that her stand up is trash, and that was unnecessary. And that the most memorable part of the movie. Uh, what's the name of that movie? Well, that she was Girl in. Trip? no, no. It was th- th- that her and Cat was in together. Oh, 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 oh. Um, Money Street. What is the fucking. I forget what I know, it's called. I know what you're talking but, uh, about. But he was like, oh, the most memorable part of that movie was the scene that he was in. Uh-huh. Um, and nobody talks about any other part because Tiffany Haddish is not funny. And then so in this clip with Kevin Hart, he was talking about, you know, he was trying to protect and defend Tiffany Haddish's honor. And But he made the point that the people that he brings up, you know, that Kev brings up uh-huh. are connected to Kevin Hart. Like you're under the umbrella of Kevin Hart. So no matter if he's not there, if somebody that he brought up, you're still feeling the influence of Kevin Hart. Um, so that I thought was interesting seeing that after this interview, because Kat was talking about some that he brought, what, 42 comedians on the road with him. And none of them were signed. I brought forty two, <laughs> and none of them were signed to Cat Williams' yeah. name or anything because yeah. he wants them to be independent. Your right. money is your money. Your performance is your performance. You don't have to be attached to me. I applaud that. Yeah, uh, and I was like, that's interesting to see. Then Kevin's heart uh, response, where Kev's responses. Uh, it seems like he's helping people, right? But it does also, when you compare it to the way is saying he does it, yeah. it's like, oh, well, it does seem like Kev is like, well, if you win, I win.
0: Yeah. Mind yeah. state.
1: Yeah. Um, or state of mind. So it was like interesting to see that. But it's, it's also,
0: I mean, I guess it depends on how you look at it. Because, I, I mean, if it were me, I would want to do it the way Kat's doing it. Like, you know, I'll put you in opportunities to make a name for yourself and then your success is your own. But still, at the same time, like, would those people have gotten that opportunity if not for you, Kat? Mm-hmm. Like, how different is it, really? Because they're not under the, uh, what is it, Heartbeat Productions umbrella that all of a sudden they're just self-made. I don't I don't think that's the case. And I think if you look at it from the, the other perspective, it's like, oh, Kevin Hart is giving these people who probably would never have had that shot a shot. And because they're associated with him, mm-hmm. opportunities will present themselves that may not have come otherwise. Like, oh, that's that's George. He he with the heartbeat squad, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see if we can get him on X Y Z. Whereas if you was just George, like it's, I don't know. Everything's about like your brand. So it's it's kind of like. It's just, it's give and take depending on who you are in, in your situation. So. Yeah.
1: But I mean, if people want to like negatively talk about the way that Kev is doing it, so many other people that do it that don't get that feedback or get that kind of like lash out. Mm. One of the people that I actively listen to his podcast and I think it's hilarious is Conan O'Brien. Okay. And Conan is always putting people on.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it's still somewhat attached to the Conan name. Right. Like he has, um, I think he has a deal with HBO Max or some shit, Uh, but he's constantly putting comedians and he's producing specials for comedians to go on Max and release a special on Max. And it's like, well, if Conan had not produced it to allow this comedian to have the opportunity to release a special on Max, would they be able to do it? No. No, you did it because Conan... Put his name out and was like, yo, I'm vouching for this dude. Give him a special. Right. So it's like sometimes, to your point, the people that are not going to make it on their own need the help and the mentorship and the support of somebody who has a a brand, has established themselves and are willing to put their neck out on the line in order to also put you in a position of success.
0: Yeah. Yeah that ass.
1: So if Conan is doing it and a lot of people know that Conan is doing it but nobody's going to be like well that's a shitty way of doing it because it's attached to Conan it's like then you shouldn't be doing it with Kev because Kat said to do it with Kev.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And anybody criticize him for that like y'all if somebody said yo bro I'm going to give you a job making a million dollars a year you don't got to do shit just say you work for me. You're taking that in a fucking heartbeat
1: no, no, B- pun, intended.
0: <laughs> no <laughs> pun intended yeah like you you taking that so like don't don't be hypocrites like don't just because you on the fucking internet looking at somebody else like oh you this you this poking holes in everybody's shit like
1: another john that uh cat has said it, it was more in the second half where he was talking about some that that he don't go to strip clubs because people that go to strip clubs are part of the problem cat williams said this yeah Um, that it feeds into like, I forget fucking words that he had said, but he was essentially saying that he doesn't support strip clubs, Mm. um, because it supports women going in there and doing things that he, you know, God wouldn't support. But then also later in the fucking episode, he goes, oh, you know, when I go and I do a show in a town, like I'm going to hit the streets because I want to support your town. We'll go to the strip club. We'll go to the bars. We'll go. I'm like, motherfucker, just... 45 minutes ago, you said you don't go to the strip club.
0: I hope you're not misquoting him. But if he said that.
1: like I I got (laughs) timestamps.
0: Bro, that's that's insane. That's insane. What are you talking about? Like, these women are going to the strip club to make money, regardless of whether or not you fucking go there. They're not looking for you, Cat Williams. I mean, if you're there, yeah.
1: Because remember, I was, what am I spending my money on? I'm not spending my money on strippers. I ain't spending them on drugs. Why not? Like, Stripper what? Box. Because if I, go in a, <laughs> if I go in a strip club, I'm only trying to get her out of there. Yeah. I have no intention of her or any other people being in this position. If I see a girl I like at the strip club, I'm telling her, you know you don't have to strip no more after this. <laughs> this could be your last day. Today! How about that? What would it be like? Just leave it all. Yeah. So yeah, there's, like he said that, but prior before he said that, he'll take a girl out of the strip club. He's like, I'm not spending my money at no strip club. I'm yeah. not spending my money on drugs. Like y'all heard him say it. I'm not making that up. I'm not putting words in his mouth. And then if I fast forward to this part, let me see. Or Do you make it a habit of getting out? That's how I built my reputation. It's also how I ended up in jail 19 times. Uh, Because when I come to do a show, I'm really in your city. So whatever the strip club is, I'm there. Whatever the top bar is, I was there drinking. So whatever the strip club is, I'm there. But also fucking 45 minutes ago, I'm not spending my money on strip clubs or drugs. What are you talking about? You just contradicted yourself. If I'm if I'm comprehending what he's saying correctly, maybe maybe
0: he's maybe he's saying he's going to the strip clubs to go do what he's talking about, which is
1: to free the ladies to (laughs) to open the cage, free his favorite. (laughs) hoe. like, but either way,
0: like, it it just sounds stupid. First of all, alcohol is a drug. You talking about you don't do? Drugs. Are we sure alcohol about that? Is that
1: is it? Is it that's defined a, that as a drug? You can look, you can let's fucking Google, see, Google it. Let's Google it because you people in the comment it. section are going to be on your ass. Alcohol is not a drug. Yes, the fuck is, it is. alcohol a drug?
0: I'm staying ten toes down on my shit. I ain't making shit up.
1: Alcohol, sometimes referred to by the chemical name ethanol, is a depressant drug. Well, there it is. Google. Thank mm-hmm.
0: you. Look at that. I actually read the Encyclopedia of Cat Williams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. So that's what I'm saying. You know, to take it back to the beginning of this conversation, yeah. my man says some shit that might be for real. Right. Like some of it was just way too specific for me to be like, nah, you lying about that. But then you got shit like this where he's like, I've read 3,000 books. Never, I don't do drugs, but you're drinking at the fucking interview and you say you smoke more than Snoop Dogg, but you don't do drugs. It's like, he sprinkled some bullshit on here. Y'all, y'all got to figure it out. It's not cat ain't never lied, but cat sometimes lied. <laughs> <laughs> you got to figure it out, man. Right. Stop fucking taking everything for real, man. I
0: think the moral of the story is, like, stay out of rich people business. Like, the not people, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Have gigantic sex <laughs> orgies, you know, fly to private islands for underage girls, they can do whatever they want. It don't affect you. Stop taking sides with shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. This is entertainment. That's what it's supposed to be. Entertain you and then move the fuck on. Because I know for a fact, this shit entertaining as hell to me. Give me something to talk about on the Man Cave Podcast, which comes out every Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard. <laughs> Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, and share with somebody you love. Uh,
1: let's see what we're gonna be talking about next week. Does a comedian respond? Does does he go on Joe Rogan? And now we gotta listen to a seven hour interview on Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> yeah, because if this club Shay Shay shit was three hours, then Joe Rogan shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Joe, Joe don't know how to go home. Bro,
0: Joe Rogan fuck around roundhouse this nigga in there.
1: My man, I think Joe had like a three plus hour conversation with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I was like, God damn, motherfuckers. I ain't going to hold you, though. It's fun to listen to. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> like, I get lost in that shit, especially when my drive is 45 yeah. minutes every time I get in the car. Yeah. Like, it's fun to listen to. So I, I appreciate it. But.
1: but I'm eager to see what this year's bringing us, man. Cat Williams being the topic of conversation in 2024 was never on my bingo card. And it wasn't on mine either. And then everybody saying with, with Cat the way that y'all ain't never did before. That's not on my bingo card. And this is
0: how we're going to solve it. Cat Williams, since you're such a physical specimen, you can challenge Kevin Hart to a boxing match. Celebrity pay per view. The Man Cave Podcast will sponsor and record it for all viewer viewing pleasures. Just let us know. We're here for
1: it. Mm-hmm. And you got uh, I feel like Kev is heavier than him. Oh, he's going to ball cat Williams. So you, you got a handicap. We could get you. You, know, you might be able to tag somebody in, probably one of your hoes. Because <laughs> my man heavily said in this episode or that interview as well that he prefers the like the presence of women
0: uh-huh.
1: uh especially like he was like that he only really smokes weed with women because it's got to be rolled up and he was like motherfuckers out here that's smoking with guys how much guy spit has you have you taken in that's valid. uh so you know he only he only chills with the ladies so if that's you need valid. a little support from one of your ladies in this bring that we we gonna set up between you and kev you let us know yeah you got anything else? No, nah, man, I think yeah. that's it. I think this we covered the conversation lot. pretty well. This is a lot. Um, If there was something that you guys didn't like, you know, the comment section specifically made for you. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like no, no. positive feedback, really. Um, you guys just love.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. Somebody was in the comments like, oh, subscribe. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, was yeah, a good yeah. one. Yeah, Shout out to you, bro. Uh,
1: so, you know. If you did did fuck with what we said If you also have your opinion uh, We played factor cap If you want to join in on the conversation On some shit that you thought was definitely cap Let us know down uh, in the comment section Um, Outside of that we'll catch you next week And we'll see what we're talking about then Peace out